Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 25th of March. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi today spoke at his first press conference after being removed as a member of the Lok Sabha. He accused the BJP of being involved in a relationship with industrialist Gautam Adani and claimed that his removal and targeted attacks were an attempt to distract from the issue. He questioned the source of the rupees 20,000 crore investment in Adani's shell companies, suggesting that it was not Adani's money. He stated that he had provided evidence of the relationship between Adani and Prime Minister Narendra Modi to the parliament, but his comments were expunged. He also alleged that the rules were amended to give Adani airports and that he had written to the speaker about this but received no response. The BJP had alleged Gandhi had insulted the OBC community by asking, and I quote, Adani ji has shell companies in which Rs 20,000 crore was invested. That was not his money. The question is, who does this money belong to? Unquote. Gandhi today emphasized all communities are equal and it was not a question of OBC. Regarding his alleged anti-India remarks in London, Gandhi clarified that he had never sought foreign intervention and that he believes India should deal with its own problems. He said he will continue to ask questions about the source of the money invested in Adani's companies and will not be intimidated by disqualification or imprisonment. Rahul Gandhi further said, and I quote, Prime Minister Modi is terrified of my next speech on the Adani issue. I have seen it in his eyes, so they first created distraction and now disqualification. Unquote. Today, Prime Minister Narendra Modi criticised political parties for playing a game with languages and not doing enough to support them. This, he alleged, resulted in students from villages, poor families and backward classes being discouraged from pursuing career in medicine or engineering. The Prime Minister was speaking at the Sri Madhusudan Sai Institute of Medical Sciences and Research in Chikkabalapur, Karnataka. The institute, inaugurated today by Modi, is a free-of-cost medical college and hospital located in a rural area. In his address, Modi highlighted challenges faced by youth from rural and poor backgrounds in joining the medical profession and emphasised that the BJP government was committed to addressing these issues by offering medical education in Indian languages, including Kannada. The Prime Minister also claimed that previous governments had not taken sufficient steps to promote medical, engineering and technical education in Kannada, while his government had provided an option of medical education in Indian languages that included Kannada. Listeners, Mehdi Hassan, a journalist of British-American origin, is renowned for his excellent debating skills on television news programs. He is not only known for conducting interviews that challenge guests from all political backgrounds, but also for fearlessly speaking truth to authority. During a discussion about his book titled Win Every Argument, Hassan, who is of Indian heritage, explains to Abhinandan Sekri that the ability to win arguments can determine whether one can secure employment and provide for oneself and their family. It can also make a significant difference in preserving or losing a democratic system. To know more, watch the interview titled Mehdi Hassan on Facts and Persuasion in a Hyperpolarized Climate. We can only bring you such interviews and reports because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. A subscription starts at Rs 300 a month. Bihar Deputy Chief Minister Tejasvi Yadav finally appeared before the Central Bureau of Investigation today for questioning in connection with an alleged land-for-job scam after skipping three previous dates. Upon his arrival to the CBI headquarters in Delhi, he was escorted to the investigation team after the necessary formalities were completed. Yadav had told the CBI he would require some time to appear before its loots due to the ongoing Bihar Assembly session. 
that is scheduled to conclude on April 5th. The CBI had given an assurance to the Delhi High Court last week that it would not arrest Yadav this month. In a related development, Yadav's sister, Misa Bharti, appeared before the Enforcement Directorate for questioning in the same case. She's a Rajya Sabha MP from the Rashtra Janta Dal. The CBI and ED are investigating the alleged land for job scam where the candidates either directly or through their immediate family members allegedly sold land to Lalu Prasad Yadav's family members at highly discounted rates in return for being appointed in the railways in violations of norms and procedures without any advertisement or public notice. The ED had carried out raids against the RJD chief's family and said it seized uncounted cash of Rs 1 crore and detected proceeds of crime worth Rs 600 crore. Union Home Minister Amit Shah announced today that the Modi government will reduce the jurisdiction of disturbed areas declared under the Armed Forces Special Powers Act in Nagaland, Assam and Manipur due to significant improvement in the security situation in Northeast India. On Twitter, Shah said, and I quote, A historic day for Northeast. Prime Minister Narendra Modi-led Government of India has once again decided to decrease the disturbed areas in Nagaland, Assam and Manipur under the AFSPA. This decision has been taken on account of significant improvement in the security situation in Northeast India. The AFSPA grants armed forces personnel extensive powers to search, arrest and open fire in disturbed areas if it is necessary for the maintenance of public order. According to Ukraine's commander-in-chief, Valery Zeluzhny, the battle for Bakhmut, the city that Russia has been trying to capture for months, is stabilizing. As reported by BBC, he credited the tremendous efforts of Ukrainian troops for holding back Russia's advancements. Officials had earlier estimated that between 20,000 and 30,000 Russian troops had been killed or injured in Bakhmut since last year. Zeluzhny said, they were managing to stabilise the situation due to the Defence Force's tremendous efforts. The UK's Ministry of Defence reported that Russia's assault on Bakhmut has largely stalled due to extreme alteration of the Russian force. It also said that Russia had likely shifted its operational focus to the south and north of Bakhmut. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky also visited the front line near Bakhmut and gave medals to soldiers on 23rd of March. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh,